Hey, y'all. Welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip, and today we are doing something a little different. I am flying solo today to talk to you about being called. Now, let's talk about calling. I was reading in Romans 8.28. This is a verse that is probably familiar to many of you, but I thought this would be a great place to kick off today's episode. I'm going to read it to you in the ESV version. It says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. I love that, that all things work together. Sometimes things don't seem like, how can this be working together for good? So I was digging a little bit deeper in the ESV study Bible notes, and this is what it said, and I thought this was brilliant. God weaves everything together for good for his children. In this context, the good does not refer to earthly comfort, but to conformity to Christ closer fellowship, bearing good for the kingdom. Wow, isn't that good? All of our life experiences, good, bad, they're all working together to make us more like Christ and to conform us to his image. My friend, I want you to know that you too are called, that God has you here for a purpose and he has work for you to do that only you can do. God doesn't just want you to survive. He wants you to thrive in your calling. Each day we are here on earth, it matters. What we do here and now is of great significance. Every day we are planting seeds that will one day reap a harvest. What we do today impacts tomorrow. My husband had a phrase that he used to say all the time, I am tomorrow because of what I do today. Friends, what kind of harvest do you want to produce? What kind of seeds are you planting today? This past Sunday, Levi Lesko of Fresh Life Church from Montana was in Houston and he preached our Sunday service. He was challenging our youth to be careful about how they lived and that there were future consequences to the choices that they make. And he shared this powerful quote from the founder of Nike, Phil Knight, that came from his memoir, Shoe Dog. It says, I'd tell men and women in their mid-20s not to settle for a job or a profession or even a career. Seek a calling. Even if you don't know what that means, seek it. If you're following your calling, the fatigue will be easier to bear. The disappointments will be fuel. The highs will be like nothing you've ever felt. Wow, isn't that so good? Our callings should inspire us to do amazing things in the kingdom of God. We all have unique callings that manifest differently in different seasons. With each new season, it is preparing us for our new assignment. It will drive us when we are running on empty, and it will cause us to persevere when difficult times come. Many people may think that 
callings are just for pastors. But I believe that we each have a call on our life and we each have kingdom work to do. And I believe that God is the one who places those desires in our hearts. He gives us dreams and he calls us to pursue them for his kingdom and for his glory. So I decided to look up the word calling in Merriam-Webster, and this is what I found. The first entry for calling is a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. And the second definition is a vocation or profession in which one customarily engages. So I thought, let's put these two definitions together to come up with a definition for calling. Our calling is a divinely inspired, strong inner impulse that leads us to action in our vocation or our profession. Now, God gives us dreams to fulfill our purpose when we answer his call. And my friend, I want you to know that you are needed right now in the kingdom. Sometimes we can look around and we see other people fulfilling their purpose or doing great things. And we allow the enemy to hold us back in fear or we become distracted from fulfilling our purpose. In Hebrews 12.1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us weigh aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Y'all, we have a great cloud of witnesses who are cheering us on, and it is our responsibility to let go of every sin that entangles us, that stops us from running the race that God has set before us. We are all running a race, and if we want to keep our eyes on the prize, then we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Several years ago, our family went on vacation, and my husband took me ATVing. What I didn't know when he said, let's take a ride in the National Forest, what he actually meant was ride on trails in the mountains. Now, if you've ever been to Jackson Hole or you have seen pictures of the Tetons, they are some of the most rugged mountains. And my handsome man said, hey, let's go follow that trail. I wonder where it goes. Let's see if we can get a little higher. Now, I'd never driven an ATV and I had no idea what I had gotten myself into. But my husband kept sweet talking me and he convinced me it would be great if we followed the trail all the way to the top. We probably climbed over a thousand feet. My ears popped on the way up and I began to sense how high we were going. But it wasn't until we got to the very top of the mountain that I knew I was in trouble. All I could hear was the wind going. (sighs) The wind was blowing so hard. I took my helmet off to get a drink of water and my hair was flying everywhere. It was both exhilarating 
and frightening at the same time. The stunning view from the mountaintop was absolutely breathtaking. We had the most gorgeous views of the valley below, and everything was great until I realized that I had to get down the mountain. Going up was one thing, but getting down was quite another. Somehow following my husband up the mountain seemed really easy, but once I could see how far down we had to go, I became panic-stricken. I just thought for sure that I could live happily ever after right there on the top of that mountain. I just knew I would be stuck there for the rest of my life because I thought there is no way I am getting down. Now, I am not afraid of heights per se, but I am afraid of a precipice that is looking over the edge. I mean, I get queasy just watching videos of someone else looking over the edge. So I thought there is no way that I'm going to be able to get down. And my man reassured me that all I needed to do was keep my eyes on him. He told me not to be afraid and that I could do it. He said, just follow me and take it really slow. So we began our descent and my eyes were laser focused on the back, on his back in the back of his ATV. And as long as I kept my eyes on him, I was okay. But once I started to look at how high we were or to look around, fear and panic set in. And isn't that just the way things are in life? When God calls us to chase our dreams and to live on mission for him and do big things, we are okay as long as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. But once we take our focus off of him and start looking at our circumstance or the chaos surrounding us, we get scared. We doubt ourselves and we doubt our calling. We can be standing on the edge of our promised land that is flowing with milk and honey, and yet we are afraid to walk in our purpose because we fear that there are giants in the land. If we don't nip our fear in the bud and take our thoughts captive, we can spin things around so much in our minds that we can become paralyzed to move our feet because we allow fear to take hold. Y'all, sometimes chasing our dreams and starting new things is scary, but I don't want you to let fear hold you back from doing the thing that God's called you to. Walking in faith may mean that you step out and do the thing afraid. Walking in our purpose requires grit and hard work, determination, and perseverance. But in our own strength, we are a pittance. It is the Holy Spirit fire and the resurrection power that lives within us that equips us to do every good thing. We don't have to be afraid to do what God has called us to do because we can trust that the Holy Spirit living within us will strengthen us and will help us to fulfill our calling. So another thing that trips us up while we are running our race is looking around or behind us. Maybe we see people on social media and they're doing great things and we think to ourselves, what do I have to offer? 
Well, my friend, I want to remind you to keep your eyes on the prize and to run the race that is set before you with perseverance. The world needs what you have to offer. The book you need to write, the podcast you need to start, the job you need to take, the step of obedience that he is calling to you. How much time do we waste worrying about what other people are doing? Too much time is wasted looking around at our peers and wondering why did they get certain gifts and why didn't we? Or why are they getting to do that thing and we're not? Instead of just walking in our own gifting, we all have a zone of genius and God has uniquely gifted us to do the things that he has called us to. So my friend, I want to ask you, do you know what your gifts are? Are you walking in your calling? I'd like for you to take a moment of self-reflection and share your thoughts and your dreams and your desires with God and allow him to speak wisdom into your heart right now. Ask him for your marching orders and to speak into your purpose and to your mission so that you can spark your soul message. So my friend, if you feel called to podcast, I'd love to help you create, grow, and launch your podcast through Spark Media. You can work with me in a variety of ways through virtual and live events and one-on-one consultations and group coaching through the Spark Collective. Simply go to sparkmedia.ventures to see all that we have to offer. Thank you for allowing me to share some thoughts on calling with you. Next week, we will resume our interview process. And then next month, we're going to talk more about what it means to be obedient to the call on our lives as we are chasing our dreams. So hope you all have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the By His Grace podcast. I hope you will reach out to me on social media. I love hearing from my listeners. The podcast is growing by leaps and bounds, and I just love hearing from you. So send me a message or reach out to me online at mistyphilip.com. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there. 